Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Divinity Live podcast. I pray that you guys are all doing well this evening and uh, that you're standing strong in the Lord and in the power of his might uh, tonight. And so uh, we are back here with another episode of Prophetic Predators. And um, tonight uh, we are talking uh, about the truth. The, tonight's uh, topic is the truth. Um, where we are going to be sharing, um, you know, uh, more of the root of uh, this um, issue with, you know, uh, these predatorial uh, spirits in leadership, predatorial spirits in leadership. And so uh, welcome, everyone. I'm going to give you a moment here to uh, come on and... um, I'm sorry if you, if those of you who are watching by live stream video, if you see a glare on the screen, I'm not really sure what that is. <laughs> My computer has been doing some weird things lately, um, uh, but uh, it it had to do with yeah. You can see it right there, like so. I have to sit with my head right here because if not, yeah, that's not that that's not letting me be great. <laughs> It's not like, well, let's just see. It's, it kind of looks like an angel, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, um, a little humor. <laughs> a little humor for you guys tonight. Welcome. Welcome, everyone who's listening by way of Podbean, uh, uh, live stream podcast. Welcome to you guys. And um, um, for those of you who are watching by uh by video on YouTube and Facebook. Welcome. And so, uh, yeah, we are in the process of getting started here. I'm just, I don't know why, like after I press start, then I want to start reorganizing everything. I don't know. Maybe it's my, uh (laughs) uh-oh, stuff just starts like sliding around. I told you guys I need a new, I need a, a bigger desk or I need to somehow make more space. I think I'll just find a way to make more space because this room's not actually big enough for a second desk, but I would love to have like one of those L shaped ones where you can just get, you got space over here and you got space over there, you know, cause I got two things going on. I have a beauty and lifestyle channel. So I have a ton of makeup products and stuff over here. And then this is the side of the desk that is for, you know, my live streaming and it has my little, um, my little, podcast mic and everything but it's not complete like I'm I'm in the works I'm in the works I'm in the process of some stuff so (laughs) we just make do with with what we have and we do the best we can amen and so yeah and my mic is not even um I'm it's it's another issue with my computer I think I'm gonna have to either replace my mac or my MacBook. I have a MacBook Pro, but it's it's rather old. Um, it's about five, six, seven years old. It's old. And so I think I need to um, upgrade it. But I wanted to, I've been holding on um, because I like it, you know, so much. Um, I like the older model, older version um, because it, you know, it, it has the light <laughs> I know that's corny. It has the light on the front and I'm not, I don't want to do away with the light. I like the Apple light on the front of the MacBook. It, it helps me, you know, 
you know, at night, it just, you know, it helps me to feel like I'm still up. I don't know. Anyway, that that's, yeah, neither here nor there. <laughs> but I do need to upgrade it. I think I'm going to, if I keep this, I'm probably going to just like, um, just add uh, an actual computer. So, I, so like a, um, an iMac um, desktop so that I have, you know, plenty of uh, space to see everything and do everything. Because I, I really want to be able to uh, react and respond, um, you know, to everyone at the same time or like see multiple screens at the same time, which I can't do now. Um, but in, at any rate, the port, the, the, the little portal, port, portal no it's the um the usb port on my on my um computer on my laptop it's um it they, it doesn't work it has three actually usb ports two or three uh two i feel two i thought i felt three um but it's not working with the port for my podcast microphone. So it's not the corded one. It's the one that uses a USB. So I need to get some kind of connector or I just need to, you know, upgrade my computer, which saving up to, to do, um, to do that. So anyway, yeah, that's my little chit chat for you guys. <laughs> I'm letting you guys into a little bit of personal stuff, personal stuff. Um, so yeah, so welcome. Um, so tonight we are talking uh, once again about um, the truth, uncovering the truth about uh, prophetic predators and the predatorial spirit in um, in the body of Christ. Um, and uh, we are going to uh, dive into this here. So I pray that you have your, uh, your Bible or your Bible app. Uh, perhaps you may have... Uh, notepad that you can jot down some scriptures, take some notes and things of that nature. Amen. So let's just pray and we are going to uh, get rolling. So uh, Father, we just want to thank you tonight, Lord, for your presence, your spirit, your word, your anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage. Father, we thank you, Father God, for the light of truth tonight. We thank you, Father, for Urim and Thummim tonight. We thank you for your wisdom, your revelation, knowledge tonight. We pray that you open the eyes of our understanding tonight, that you unstop our ears, that we may clearly hear what your Holy Spirit is saying to us tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, that you will lead us in a plain path tonight because of our enemies. Father God, that you will overshadow and override our um, our mentality, uh, our, our, our understanding, and give us your understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, Father, that you hijack this message, that you uh, take over my mouth, that you take over me, my being, Holy Spirit, that you will possess me and speak through me and use me for your glory and your glory alone, that you would do the unveiling and you would do the unmasking and you would do the revealing and you would do the the uh the healing through this uh through this message tonight father let every chain and shackle be utterly destroyed and let every prison door come open swing open to them that are bound in the name of jesus let the wounded heart be healed and be uh, made whole tonight in jesus mighty name someone um, has been waiting for a message like this someone has been looking uh, for for uh, confirmation, someone who has been looking for someone that they can relate to. And Father, someone has been searching for the truth. Meet every need tonight and do exceedingly and abundantly above all they can ask or think. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. Glory to God. All right. So, um, yeah, so uh, tonight um, we are going to, uh, we're talking about uh, the, the truth, the truth, which is something that the enemy, of course, you know, doesn't want us to know. He wants it to remain hidden. He wants it to remain hidden. That's why uh, many refer to, uh, would refer to something like this as the hidden truth, the hidden truth. Uh, truth is normally hidden. It's something that has to be discovered or uncovered or revealed uh, to you. Um, uh, somewhat of a mystery. Um, uh, it's, it's very important to search for the truth, to dig for the truth because, um, come out of there. So sorry, my, my puppy, not my son, but he is my son. <laughs> um, um, it's something that must be un, um, uncovered or something that must be dug up or searched out, searched out. Uh, when the Bible speaks about uh, wisdom, it, say, it says uh, it speaks of wisdom as something that we must search out, something that we should uh, even invest in. The Bible says buy the truth and sell it not Buy the truth um, and sell it not. And um, when. Um, Buy the truth and sell it not. Where is that? That's in Proverbs 23 and 23. Let's look at that scripture because I think that, um, you know, it's a good place to start. It says, uh, let me see where we are here. Mm -hmm. um, it says, buy the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. Amen. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. So these are so important to God that um, that He even deems it as uh, as as something that we should invest in, or something that we should buy, something we should purchase, and something. Um, but it also says, "Sell it not, sell it not." So once you get it, it's something that we should hold on to. What the truth, uh, wisdom, instruction, and understanding. Amen. And with all our getting, he said to get uh, a good understanding, get a good understanding. And so um, pertaining to this subject of prophetic predators, and this is not something that is just uh, reserved for prophets or prophetic people, but it also um, refers to people in the body of Christ who are leading other people. Uh, we're talking about uh, shepherds, um, uh, people that are shepherding uh, God's people, people who are um, leading God's people, uh, those that are in fivefold ministry, uh, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. These are the people uh, that we are speaking about. Amen. And so, um, uh, this is what we want to uh, be aware of and we want to understand the truth about because God does not want his people. He wants us to stop uh, falling into traps and falling into snares and, you know, um, stepping into situations that uh, do us more harm than good. Amen. Uh, wasting years of our life, wasting precious time in our life because, you know, we have uh, turned down the wrong road or, or went down the wrong pathway. Amen. And so um, this is something that uh, God does not want to happen. Um, it's very unfortunate 
um, when this happens, because I can tell you personally that um, I spent years trying to recover from this. Um, if you listen to uh, my first message concerning the prophetic predators here, you'll find that, you know, um, I'm speaking when I speak to you about these matters, I'm, I'm speaking straight from experience. It's not something I heard. It's not some, something that, you know, someone else, um, I saw somebody, someone else go through. Um, it's something that I experienced myself personally. Amen. And so, um, speaking from experience, I can tell you that, um, I spent years trying to recover from this, you know, from this, um, grave mistake, this grave mistake, um, of becoming involved with a prophetic predator, not only a prophetic predator, but a married prophetic predator, you know, um, someone, um, who I deemed, uh, as, uh, respectable in leadership, someone who I deemed as my spiritual father, someone who I trusted, um, and, and, and could not discern the difference when, uh, the couldn't discern the point or the place where the trust lines became blurred. You know, I continued to trust him because I already had a, uh, had years of history with him as a spiritual father. So of course, you know, I had built this level of trust, um, with him. Therefore, you know, when he approached me, um, when he approached me inappropriately, I didn't see it as inappropriate. He did not present it as inappropriate. And I surely did not see it as inappropriate because I trusted him. I trusted his word. I trusted that he was telling me, you know, the truth. And it, 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 um, led me down a pathway of, um, blindness, darkness, where I lost, I lost my way. Um, spiritually, I lost my way. I lost my way. You know, um, everything became blurry. Things were not, were not, were no longer clear. Get down. Sorry. This guy, just because I'm online with you guys, like he's getting into everything now. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, so anyway, you know, this is, um, what God does not want for his, his daughters, he does, his, his daughters, even his sons, he doesn't want us to become lost in the mix. He doesn't want us to, let me let him out. Sorry. Come on out. Come on. If you can hear that noise, those are his cartoons in the, uh, in the living room. <laughs> okay. I guess I better close this. This is too much background noise. Sorry, guys. Um, but he doesn't want his 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 um he doesn't want his children to waste time, you know, because once you um it takes time to get into trouble, it takes time to get out of trouble, <laughs> and then it takes time to recover from trouble, right? And so, you know, I had to heal, I had to do all <laughs> kinds of stuff, I had to make more, I made more mistakes trying to so-called recover. Um and, uh, you know, which led to an even longer healing process for me, 
right? Um, and this is something that, you know, took place years ago. So um, when I speak to you about it, it's, it's from a place of healing. It's not from a place of brokenness. It's not from a place of bitterness. You know, I have forgiven. I pray, you know, uh, I pray for, for him. I pray for, um, everyone that I'm talking about in anyone who is, um, a prophetic predator or, you know, um, because I understand that there are people and, um, Satan, can uh, get a hold of anybody, you know, he can, he can possess anyone. Uh, um, if he catches them, if he catches you at your weak, at your weakest moment, he will also, he will always come to you in your weakest moments. Um, that's when he knows that you're most vulnerable and you're able to be manipulated. You're able to be deceived. Um, when this happened to me, I was at my weakest moment. I was, um, I was, uh, recovering from a divorce, right? I, I, I was coming through a divorce. I mean, he's ready to go out now. I was coming through a divorce and, um, it had barely, I think it had barely been like a year or so, um, coming out of that okay he's gone guys he might come knocking on the door but we're going to ignore him we're going to let him watch cartoons <laughs> um so yeah so you know um this is uh something that um took place you know years ago and i have been <sighs> 2015 i have it's been uh 5 years since well, longer than five years since I came out of that, because I, I came out of that, um, that, you know, I, I, I hate to even call it a relationship, that mess. I came out of it in 2012. And then um, I started to kind of, um, uh, I dated um, a couple of people because I, I felt um like a void, you know, I felt a void that I felt like I was trying to fill a void is what I'm saying. Um, you know, when you come out of, uh, any kind of relationship, there's kind of like this emptiness and you feel like this, this, uh, void needs, you know, you, you, you want, you want someone there in your life. And so I pursued, you know, um, uh, relationships, you know, and, um, I, uh, became involved in a relationship that lasted for two years. And, um, you know, it just, you know, it ended, you know, uh, it ended, it wasn't for me, you know, it was, he was not, um, the man for me. And, um, I realized that I was being attracted to the same kind of man that I had made this, this grave mistake with, you know, which was, uh, which was my, my, uh, my ex pastor. Right. And so, um, I was, I was looking for the same thing and, and it's so true, you know, that when you, um, when you have in a, a history of abuse and when you have a history of, um, um, yeah, abuse and neglect, you tend to, uh, you tend to become attracted to that same type of, of person, right? Someone who's gonna, you know, be, be rough with you, be real with you. Uh, we call it being real, right? Um, someone who's going to, um, you know, 
handle you a certain way. And we think that we know we need someone who's able to handle us, you know, um, because we don't want a softy, you know what I mean? And, um, my background, me coming from the streets, I, um, you know, I, it, it just, I, I just wasn't attracted to that, that, uh, to, to someone who was too soft, you know what I mean? Like you had to have a little edge. You had to have a little gangsta about you, you know what I'm saying? And so that was the same, um, that, that was, you know, that was, it, it fit the description of this man that I was involved with, you know, my, my, uh, my, um, ex pastor, um, who was the predator, you know? And then it also fit the description of the man that I became involved with after, you know? And so, um, yeah, for two years, you know, I, uh, I found my, at the end of the two years, I found myself in the exact same situation, except for this man was not my leader. He wasn't like a leader in the church or anything like that. Um, he was a, a musician in a church, but he was not, um, a leader and, um, you know, leading the church or anything. So, um, but at the same time, you know, because I deemed him, you know, as a man of God and he came off as this man of God or whatever, um, it was, it, it was the, the, the sense of betrayal was so similar to me. It was like something that, you know, that I was familiar with, you know, and I started to realize that, you know, it's, um, you know, no, this is, this is looking like the same type of situation. And this is something that I don't want to be a part of. So this is my stop. Let me get off this bus. Amen. And so, um, uh, this is, uh, this is, uh, what, you know, what took place. And it was, um, uh, it's been five years going on six years actually, um, since that relationship. And I have been alone, you know, I've just been, you know, just alone, me and the Lord, and we've been doing just fine. So, you know, healing completely, healing completely for, from, um, these, uh, types of types of relationships and these mistakes it does take time to heal i don't suggest that anyone just come out of a relationship and go looking uh for another i don't uh, suggest that anyone come out of a relationship and get in get into another over time if you have not used that time to heal yourself uh to uh, take time and let god uh heal you i don't suggest that at all and so um yeah these things take time they take time. And, um, I'm, I'm glad that God brought me the way that he did because, um, now, you know, during the time that, um, I have been alone and healing and, you know, uh, he's been restoring me and things like that. I was able to use that time to help, uh, other people, you know, to help instruct other young ladies and even you guys, you know, help, um, to, um, you know, bring, you know, bring a level of, uh, of understanding, bring a level of, of help to you ladies so that you could, you know, not make the same mistakes I did, not make the same mistakes that I did. Right. Um, and so, yeah. Um, another reason I'm glad that God brought me the way that he did is because of what we're about to talk about tonight, which is the truth. The truth about these, uh, these predators is the fact that um, 
you know, they present themselves to be um, this mighty prophet, this mighty apostle prophet that has all this revelation knowledge, etc. you know, but um, when you look, when you examine their lifestyle, when you examine them, um, you will find nothing more than I can say this because I grew up, you know, around these types of people. You know, I grew up in the company of uh, pimps, you know, hustlers, gangsters, you know, and players and stuff like that. So I know the game very well and I can smell <laughs> I can smell a predator a mile away. I can smell it. I can, I, I know I recognize the signs. And so, especially being duped, you know what I'm saying? In ministry, not expecting this to happen in ministry because I was still very young in my walk with the Lord um, when it took place, you know, now even more so I have I have experience on both sides of the uh, of the, the both sides of the gate. You know what I mean? Like I have I have experience on the dark side and I have experience on the light side, which is still, you know, darkness that is working <laughs> in, in in on that side. And so um I can smell it a mile away. And when I see um these, you know, so-called uh, prophets, you know, and, and so-called, uh, leaders and stuff, uh, pratting around and the way they can. And, and I, I'm just like, God, you know what? So these women that they're married to and, and these people that they're leading can't see this. It, it does it really, does it actually only take someone who has experience with pimps and players to know a player when you see one, you know, to know a hustler when you see one, to know a gangster, to know a thug when you see one, a pimp when you see one, because that's what they do. You know, they, 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 they pimping these women, you know, they're pimping women in the church, you know, that, that, that it's just the truth. It is the truth. They are pimping they are pimping and pandering. That's what they're doing. <laughs> That's what they're doing, you know. Um, what do I mean by that? I mean, you know, they're taking advantage of your body. And they are uh, oftentimes, you know, these women that get in relationships uh, with them are so naive that they let these guys pass them around, you know, between each other or when you when some when another uh, prophet or another, you know, I, I'm not going to call him prophet when another um, um, player comes into town, you know, to preach at your church, you know what I'm saying? Um, and they, you know, arrange your uh, accommodations, you know, to stay, to stay there. Um, they also arrange a woman, you know? And so a, a lot of these, um, a lot of these people they send the same women that they've been sleeping with to a hotel to sleep with, you know, another, another, uh, pimp or another player, you know, that's, that came in to town to preach, you know, and, and that's why I'm very careful about things like, you know, conferences and stuff like that. I don't understand why we need a million conferences. What are we actually conferring about? Because the word is clear. 
you know, just go to the Bible. We can discuss it. Sit down, have a conversation, you know, um, preach, preach it on Sunday, preach it on a Wednesday Bible study. Why do we have to have conference after conference, after conference, after conference? What, what's really going on there? It's a game. It's a money game. And in the midst of this money game, not only money is being, you know, um, exchanged, but also, you know, these, these, uh, women are being exchanged. Um, um, innocent sheep are being exchanged. Innocent lives are being exchange and they are being, um, abused. They're being abused. Um, you know, and, and then, you know, on top of that, you expect for these same women that you are taking advantage of to turn around and sow seed into your ministry. You know, don't miss your tithe. Don't miss your giving. Don't miss your sowing. Don't miss your, you know, and then you're turning around, you're selling, uh, uh, olive oil and you selling, you know, uh, prayer shawls and you selling t-shirts and you're selling merch, you know, on top of that, constantly trying to shear the sheep, constantly trying to take advantage of people. It is a very sick game. It is a very sick game. It is demonic. It's highly demonic. It's, it's, it's full of, um, witchcraft, narcissism, uh, divination, sorcery. You know, it's it's full of wickedness. It's full of wickedness. And so, you know, this is what is taking place. And um, we have to be able to recognize this stuff. We can't just sit or sit back anymore and just say, oh, well, you know, that's sad. You know, when you hear about it, you, you're like, wow, that's, a you know, that's really sad. And you're sitting there pr praying for these people, right? But is that what the scripture actually said? Is that what God actually said? Is that what God actually said? Because at first I thought, you know, oh, you know, I, I, I can't say anything because if I say anything, I'm putting my life in jeopardy. You know, um, this man might come and try to do something to me. He might come and try to hurt me because he threatened me several times. You know, um, this might happen to me. That might happen to me. Fear, you know, fear, um, would, would, you know, I would, I would, I would, um, become paralyzed in fear and I would not, um, reach out to help anyone else. You know what I mean? I was barely, you know, uh, I was scared to even talk about it myself, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, um, but at the same time, I was looking for people who had been through the same thing that I had been through so that I could, um, get help, you know, so I could get help from someone who knew someone who, um, had experience with that. You know what I mean? Because, you know, the truth is people out of love, they, they will try to help you, but it's, it's not always, you know, uh, it's, you know, <laughs> it, there's a level of understanding there that you need because people, if they don't understand, if they haven't really been there, then their, the, their first notion, I will tell you, most people will misjudge you. They will say it's your fault. They will say, you know, um, you messed up, you know, and, 
you know, you brought that on yourself. You know, you shouldn't have been doing this. You know, you shouldn't have been doing that. They don't understand how the deception takes place, how the manipulation takes place, how the conditioning takes place. They don't understand um, where the lines get blurred. You know, they don't understand certain things. And so they are looking at, it, at your situation from the outside in. And, um, and you can't blame them because they just haven't been there. You know, you can't blame someone for what they haven't been through. But at the same time, it's hard to um, it's hard to uh, talk about something that you haven't experienced. You know what I mean? It's hard to it's it's hard to preach something that you that you haven't lived. You know what I'm saying? And and it should we try? Of course, we should all try because we're our brother's keeper. We should try to help each other. But all I'm saying is that um, if you have been there in the same shoes, then you kind of have a connection uh, in that pain that whereas this person. Uh, understands that, okay, you're not going to judge me, uh, misjudge me rather, because you understand you've been there. You're not going to tell me that, you know, God is going to punish you because people have told me that people said, you know, well, God is going to punish you. And, you know, um, this and that, you know, because you, you knew better, you know, the Bible, you knew better, you should have read this, you should have read that, you know, and so on and so forth. But, the, but the reality is it's not always as black and white as people paint it to be. And what I also found out is that God was not waiting to judge me. God was not waiting to punish me. The truth of the matter was God was, God was, uh, God saw my heart and when I was in it. He saw my heart when I repented of it and he had mercy on me, just like he had mercy on the people who were pointing the finger saying, God is going to get you. God is going to judge you. God is going to do that as if they, you know, were perfect and they never sinned. But Jesus said, who among you hath no sin? Let him that hath no sin cast the first stone. You see what I mean? And so, you know, this is just the human nature of people. It's just how it is. You know, you really can't expect anything more. You can't blame them and say, you know, you judging people, you, you, you know, you can't really do that because, um, they are just being themselves. You know, they're, they, they are, they are speaking from their level of knowledge and understanding, you know, and that's, listen, the Bible says that, Every man is right in his own eyes, you know. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you can't blame them. Blame the devil. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the truth. Um, so, enough of that. We are going to go to the scripture here. And um, we're going to look at, because um, last week we talked about... Um, bleeding sheep bleeding sheep and we were in the book of first samuel and um yeah we did not uh we did not go here so i'm going to i'm gonna go here matthew chapter seven matthew chapter seven we're going to look at uh verse uh, 15 Matthew chapter 7, verse 15. 
Okay. Um, we're going to connect the scripture here because um, yeah, verse 15. It says, beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves or ravening wolves. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but the truth is inwardly they are ravening wolves. It says you shall know them by their fruits. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Can you get a grape out of a thorn or a fig out of a thistle? This is Jesus speaking. He said, even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. Now, how do you know that the fruit is evil? Good question. We're getting to that. Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. And people will get stuck right there because they will say, well, you know, in the situation, I don't know what the fruit looks like because I haven't seen the fruit yet. All I see is the tree. You know, all I see is what's being presented to me. What this person is offering me seems to be good, right? When, when Satan came to Eve, what he presented her with was fruit that the Bible says she deemed to be good. It was good uh, to look at. It seemed good to eat and she ate it, right? It was pleasing to the eyes. Right? So this is where we are. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down. That means chopped down, cut down, and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. By their fruits, you shall know them. By their fruits, you shall know them. Okay. So, what are the, um, what is the, the fruit that we should actually look for? This is, this is, this is the area where the lines get blurred. This is the area that is between the black and white. This is the area um, that, that where you get lost in translation, stuck in the middle. You're looking at the tree, but you don't notice the fruit. So when you can't see the fruit, right? Because the fruit is being hidden, 
you cannot make a sound judgment or a sound decision because the truth is not being presented. It is being hidden. The truth is being hidden from you. Go back to 15. It says, beware, be aware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. Outwardly, outwardly, it looks like a sheep, but the truth is hidden beneath the outward clothing. The outward covering that, that looks like a sheep beneath that lies the truth. And the truth is inwardly, they are ravening wolves. Now, who can see inwardly? Who can see beyond the exterior? Who looks beyond the outward appearance of things and into the heart of man? Only the spirit of God. The Bible says in the book of Samuel that uh, God chose David because he looked not on the outward appearance of things. He told Samuel, don't look on the outward appearance. See all those brothers, they looked good in the flesh. They looked strong. They were tall. They looked like they could be the perfect king. Don't look at the outward appearance of things, but look at the heart. Now, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, it's very hard to see into the heart, to see beyond the exterior of things. And even if you do have the Holy Spirit, you need to be in tune with the Holy Spirit in order for you to hear the Holy Spirit speak to you and say, that's not, that's not it. That's not right. Don't touch that. Don't eat that. Don't eat that. The scripture says you shall know them by their fruits, by what is visible, not what is hidden, but what is visible. So in order for a tree to bring forth fruit, it needs what? There is a time of bearing fruit. There is a time when the tree has leaves, but no fruit. And then they're in the process of time. The, the, the tree begins to produce fruit. So over the in during the course of time, this is why we should not uh, jump into anything. We should not uh, be impulsive and, 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 and let, the devil or let a man, okay, if you want to find a devil, you look for a person, you look for a man. You want to find a devil, you look for a person. Because demons want to occupy people. They occupy people. Yeah, they want to possess a person, a human being. So if you want to, if you want to see, um, the devil, you look for, you, you look, you look at the people, you look at the tree. The tree is the, yes, it is the people. 
Jesus opened the eyes of the blind man. The, he said, what do you see? He said, I see men as trees walking. <laughs> he said, okay, wait a minute. Let me close your eyes again. Let me do this again. Because <laughs> you in the, you're only seeing in the spirit. You can't see in the natural anymore. You know, well, he was blind in the first place. But when God, when he, when Jesus healed him the first time, he, he, he did that one too good. Because that man, he saw straight spirit. I see men as trees. Jesus said, hold on. <laughs> okay, let's do this one more time. <laughs> and then he opened his eyes again and he saw clearly in the physical realm, right? So men, people are trees in the realm of the spirit. So this is what Jesus is talking about when he says a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. It is impossible for an apple tree to bring forth uh, oranges. It is impossible for a corrupt tree to bring forth good fruit, right? Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits, you shall know them. So if you are, if you are between what you see as the tree and you can, and, and the manifestation of the fruit, you're in the middle where the lines are blurred. What do you actually look for? What do you look for? Because you're, you're, you're looking for truth, right? You want to know the truth. So what do you look for? Well, I can tell you from experience, and this is this is this is this is kind of complicated now. That you know, if what this person is saying to you is not found in the Word of God, number one, that's your starting point. Is the Word of God? But let me tell you this, I'm being very realistic with you because they will take the word of God and they will twist it. They will take the word of God and they will use it to deceive you and manipulate you the same way that Satan did in the garden with Eve. He took the truth and he twisted it. He manipulated it. He deceived her using the truth. The same thing he tried to do to Jesus in the wilderness. He took the word, the truth, and he twisted it. But see, Jesus had, he was full of the spirit. The Bible says that he came, he, he came uh, after he fasted. It says he was full of the spirit. He was full of the spirit. Right? Him being full of the spirit was led into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. See, this is why I'm saying you can have the word, you can have the truth. But seeing that the devil will take that word and twist it. And there and your lines become blurred and your vision becomes blurry and dark. Now. You have to be able to rely upon the Holy Spirit 
you need to make sure that you are, are, are pressing into the spirit. Because if your relationship with the Holy Spirit is not tight, that devil will use that word to deceive you. Now, speaking from experience, this, was, this is what happened to me. Now, let me tell you this. Also, also, how do I put this? Experience. Experience um, will help you a great deal. You see, I know a player when I see a player, but I still got played, right? But now after that experience, now I'm talking to people who have come through these situations and I want you who are listening and have never been in this situation before, I want you to take heed and, and consider this a lesson um, for you that you that will help you to avoid traps and snares because these are not only predators who want to get you in bed sexually but these are predators who want to get into your pockets they want to get into your bank account they want to get into your you know in, into your emotions and become tied up with you so that you will never leave them because that's what the deity that they worship that demonic spirit that they worship that is what uh, that is that that is their agenda to get you so tied up and wound up in them, not in Jesus, but in them that you will never leave and you will always be a slave to them. OK. Now, going back to what I was saying. Me uh, coming from the world of pimps, players, hustlers, gangsters, you know. I still got played in the church. I still got played in the church, right? And the reason why was because I was naive and unskillful in the word. And I was also not where I needed to be with this, you know, in my relationship with the Holy Spirit. I was struggling um, through a divorce at that period, right? my divorce from my son's father. Okay. Now looking back on that years later, years later, I can look back on that and what I, and, and when I see what's before me now, these so-called wannabe prophets and, and, and really, you know, <laughs> If you wanted to be a prophet, you know, that's not a choice. That's something that you're born or, or you're not. But but they want they 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 are miss. They're abusing the gift and they are want to be players. They are pimps and players in the church. Let me just put it plainly to you. They are pimps and players in the church. They are hustlers in the church. Hustlers in the church you know, thugs in the church, right? Now, looking at these modern day hustlers and pimps and players in the church, <laughs> I don't care where they are, American hustlers, 
African hustlers, Nigerian hustlers, Ghanaian hustlers, Zimbabwe hustlers. I, I've seen all of them. I have seen all of them. And I'm probably, there's probably more that I have not seen, but I have seen every kind. And the reason I can recognize them when I see them, the reason I can smell them a mile away is because I have been there. I have been there. And so what am I saying? I'm saying that the experience that you had in this situation will help you to be able to discern. You should be able to discern, you know, the truth, the fruit when you see it. Now, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the fruit. Because some people, the fruit is on the tree. It's right there in front of them, but they can't see the fruit at all. <laughs> the tree, the fruit is falling off <laughs> and, you know, they can't see nothing. They can't see nothing, right? Because they're blinded by lust, right? They're blinded by a certain need for attention, um, a certain need for, you know, so what do I mean when I say I can smell them a mile away? I can see their fruit. I can see their fruit. And the fruit tells me this. Anyone who has a, uh, a, 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 uh, a, a desire and a, um, a need for flashiness they want they want they're attracted to um now don't get it mistaken because i know people god wants his people to be blessed but when they are uh when they move in excess when they have an excess of material things and they are flashing it before you they're showing it off they're showing it off in the name of prosperity in the name of prosperity, right? God bless me with this. God bless me with that. No, that's not the truth. The truth is you hustled those people out of their money. The truth is you scammed people out of their money. The truth is you slept with women and took their money. The truth is you prostituted women in the church. You prostituted them. That's the truth. That that's what paid for your Gucci shoes. That's what paid for your your Mercedes. That's what paid for your Range Rover. That's what paid for your your you know your mansion. That's what paid for your jet. That's what paid for your flashy furs and your trench coats. That's what paid for it. You're a con man. You're a con artist. You know you use your tongue deceitfully. You devise mischief with your tongue. The Bible talks about you in the book of Psalm. Where they devise iniquity and mischief with their tongues. That's you. That's you. That's you. That's the fruit. They are always, they, they have this obsession with money, luxury, and wealth. It consumes them. You know, it, it, it consumes them. They can try to hide it. You can try to conceal it. You can try to conceal it. 
But the truth of the matter is out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. See, your words, they tell off on you. They tell off on you. They tell off on you. Yeah, because when you speak, we cannot hear the voice of the Father speaking through you. We cannot hear the love of our Father speaking to us through you. All you talk about, all you seem to talk about is sowing seed. If you sow this seed, God will do this. If you give this, God will do that. The truth of the matter is you are not Santa Claus. You're not Santa Claus. Santa Claus is a fake just like you. You're promising prosperity, promising blessings, promising people healing. Let me let my dog in. Prophet promising, you know, uh, babies to people, promising things. That's why God doesn't want us to get hung up on blessings. Don't get hung up on blessings. Don't get hung up on the blessing gospel, the bless me gospel. Don't get hung up on the, the prosperity message. Don't get hung up on that because it will cause you to seek for things, material things, instead of seeking the kingdom of God. But the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then everything else will be added unto you. Everything else will be added unto you. Everything else will be added. What does that mean? That means that the requirement is you seek first the kingdom. You seek first righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And then everything else will come naturally. You won't have to chase it. You won't have to, you know, you won't have to sow a seed for it. So 777, buy a bottle of oil. It will come naturally. Because you see, blessings are attached to your obedience. But see, these hustlers, they want to sell you a pipe dream. They want to sell you a blessing and you know that they're selling the blessing for money and that blessing is not going to even come to pass because they are false prophets. You know what a false prophet is? You know a, a false prophet because his word does not come to pass. His word does not come to pass. So what did you do? You threw your money away. You wasted your money because you wanted you thought you could buy a blessing when you know when you knew within your own heart that the truth of the matter is that I am not obeying God in this area where this blessing is attached. See the truth of the matter 
is that there are requirements that are attached to the blessings or the promises of God. It's just like when you're when your parents tell you, you know, if you clean your room, if you do your chores, I'm going to give you, you're going to get your allowance at the end of the week. Like clockwork, you'll get that allowance at the end of every week if you keep your room clean and you do your chores. Simple. They didn't hide anything from you. They laid out, they laid down the law, the, rule, the rules of the game the rules of engagement, you know, they're part of the agreement, you're part of the agreement. If you don't fulfill your part of the agreement, you can't expect an allowance because they're going to look and they're going to say, what meaneth the bleeding of the sheep? What meaneth the shoes and the clothes under the bed? What meaneth the closet is a mess. What meaneth the trash is still in the kitchen? What meaneth the dishes ain't washed, but you want an allowance? See, this is the hour that we have to speak. We have to tell the truth to ourselves. Because the truth of the matter is that we are duped by these predators simply because we've been lying to ourselves. We know that we haven't done what God told us to do and we're running around hopping from church to church conference to conference that's why God shut it down you were hopping from conference to conference church to church every time a prophet popped into town you wanted to be there you brought your little seed because you know they ain't gonna give you no worry without no seed You brought your little seed so you could get in the $100 line, the $500 line, the $1,000 line. And when they started auctioning, you hopped over there in that line because you wanted a blessing without fulfilling your part of the agreement. You wanted a blessing from who? From God or the, or the so-called prophet? I want to know, like, I want us to really, really go back in our minds and think about, did we really expect that blessing to come from God? Because we know the truth within our hearts. Half of us wasn't doing, wasn't, wasn't obeying God. Why God had to send COVID just so you could be still enough to sit down and listen to him. <laughs> he said enough of this running around conference to conference mess they just they clocking dollars on these conferences fruit you ever thought about that every week it's another flyer with another you know same faces on a different flyer and they you know they play Russian roulette, you know, same few faces circulating on, on a different flyer, you know, different colors. This week is this week is these color that week is, you know, this week is, you know, this week is me and you next week is me and her next week is me and him next week is them and them, you know, 
They playing musical chairs on the flyers. Musical chairs on the flyers. A conference every 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 other week. What do you think is taking place there? Can you not see that that's a money game? And they're going from city to city and they're flying from place to place. Can you not see that that's a money game? And when they fly into the different place, you know, and they stay overnight. Guess what takes place at night? Nine times out of ten. These same players that are playing from conference to conference to conference to conference, you 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 can you know you can you can best believe you can best believe they didn't stop there. They didn't stop at the money. They didn't stop at the money. The Bible says, um, watch this word. Watch this word. Let's go to um, James chapter 3. James chapter 3, verse 16. This is what takes place. James chapter 3. <clears throat> if you can hear that in the background, that is my, uh, my, my, my puppy's cartoons in the other uh, room. Just ignore that because he, he's going to keep scratching on the door if I close it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Watch this. James chapter 3. No, let's look forth. Uh, let's let's look up a little bit here because the spirit of God dropped this in my in my spirit. Um, let's let's look up here at. Um, Verse 12, same, same, same word. Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries? Either a vine, figs, can a vine bring forth figs? Uh, so, so can no fountain yield both salt water and fresh. Now this is talking about um, our tongue, learning to tame our tongue, right? That that no that bitter and and uh, salt water and fresh can't flow from the same fountain. It says, "Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works and meekness of wisdom." Good conversation. Conversation also means lifestyle. It says, "But if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts." Glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. So what did it say? Bitter envying and strife in your hearts. Right? It's talking about a wisdom that is from beneath, that is earthly, sensual, and devilish. And it says, for where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, 
without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Now, last night we talked about peace, so I'm glad that this uh, that uh, we landed there. But it's it's speaking about envying and strife. Now, you you probably say, Sister Shelley, that don't have nothing to do with what we're talking about. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. You see, this is part of the game. The game is this. I see a pastor, a prophet, who is driving a Range Rover, living in a, you know, hundred thousand dollar uh uh sorry a ha you know a a, a um five hundred thousand dollar house driving a range rover wearing gucci shoes you know i look over there and because the enemy already opened a door within me Truth be told, most of us, especially African and African-American people, especially us, the enemy sowed a seed into us when we were when we were young. He already opened the door. He sowed a seed, some kind of abuse, some kind of something he sowed in there to open the door. Why? Because he fears. Oh, God, <laughs> he fears your potential. I'm not saying that we're the chosen people. All I'm saying is he fears your potential. I mean, look at the racial injustice. Look at everything. What's who's 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 on the who's on the downside. He fears your potential. Who's being taken out? Who's being taken out? Who's being shot in the streets, strangled to death, knee on the neck? He fears your potential. Okay? So he sowed the seed early on in life. See, we got to we got to un learn to uncover the whole truth. Go beyond what you see right now. He sowed the seed already back there. The, the enemy is a master planner. Now the door is left open from back there. You've been trying to fill a void because of an emptiness, a door that was left open back there. In your past. Why do you think we are so prone to. You know. We want to show off. We want the luxury. We dress like highlighters in the summer. We the black people is the ones you see with the. You know. <laughs> with the highlighter colors on. The neon greens and the neon orange. Come on now. I'm saying this for a reason. I ain't trying to be funny. It's because we want attention. We feel rejected. 
You see what I'm saying? We feel like the underdog. We've been, we have been, uh, we have been uh, clawing, trying to claw our way to the top. And every time we get a certain, get, you know, uh, every time we get high enough to where it looks like we're going to get out of that, that barrel, they kick us down again. They kick you down again. Now the door is open. You're trying to become somebody. You're trying to be somebody. You're trying to, you're trying to fulfill your destiny. You're trying to fulfill your purpose. But the devil had his neck, his knee on your neck back from back there. Making you vulnerable and susceptible to this right here. Envying and strife. Envying. Strife starts with envy. You know, you look over there, you see this one has, you know, fancy car, Gucci shoes, trench coats, gold watch, mansion, mega ministry. Overnight, Success. And you think, wow, I want that. I must not be on my A game. Now you've begun to covet what your brother has. You've begun to covet and even to become envious of what your brother has. And now, let me shut this door. Now, You set out on a quest because you want the same thing and more. You want the same thing and more. You don't know how he got it. So you want to know his secret. If he became an overnight success, then guess what? He probably did something that you don't want to do. But... The temptation is so strong. The lust is so strong that you will sacrifice your righteousness, your peace, your joy in the Holy Ghost. And you will go over there and partake of the same thing that they did to try to get what they got. I'm speaking, yes, Amer Africans and African Americans. Because if you knew the number, I, I don't really name drop. I don't believe in name dropping. <laughs> Perhaps I, I should believe in it. I don't know. <laughs> but God did not lead me to do that. But if you knew the number of people. Of American pastors, prophets, you know, evangelists, apostles who have bought into witchcraft, who have gone over to Africa and bought witchcraft so they could get money, so they could get influence, 
so they could have a mega ministry, so they could buy Gucci this, give me that. If you knew the truth, it would scare you. It would terrify you. See, when man becomes desperate, he'll do anything. He will do anything. God said, don't, don't, don't become desperate. Don't allow yourself to lust for things. Just seek my kingdom and my righteousness. I'll give it to you. Just do your chores. I'll give it to you. I love you. I want you to have it in the first place. See, they didn't have to do all of that. But now they are suffering. They're suffering. Their ministry will never be the same. Their name will never be the same. It'll never be the same. There are some things, you know, that will never be the same. This country, this world will never be the same after this pandemic. We'll never go back to life the way it was before. Some things in life, once you cross that line, it'll never be the same. So the scripture says that where envying and strife is, there is confusion. The lines get blurred. There's confusion and every evil work, every evil work, every evil work, right? Every evil work. Every evil work. So this is what we're talking about. Every evil work. When you go, you know, when you see those conference flyers circulating, boom, 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 boom. Every two weeks, every week, every month, boom, boom, boom. You know, something is going on there. And if you scratch a lie, you'll find a thief. If you scratch one thing, you're going to find every evil work. Because the devil don't just stop at one thing. We're going to get the money. Okay, you get the money. Now you want something else. Now you want the women. You're manipulating the women. Next thing you know, you'll be manipulating the men. Next thing you know, you'll be having or Jesus. Is it not true? Is it not true? Some of these, some of these, some of these, some of these people were foolish enough to, to record such nonsense, to record this stuff and put it on camera. Is it not true? Just tell me that. Is it not true? These are the traps and snares that God wants his people to avoid. This is the, this is the, this is the plain truth, the hidden truth. Well, you know what a wolf is? A wolf in sheep's clothing, a wolf, a ravenous wolf will do anything to eat. A ravenous wolf will do anything to survive. He will destroy anything. He has no limits. God said they're like a beast. 
They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're beasts. You shall know them by their fruits. What? The desire uh, for money. Watch the words that come out of their mouth. Check them. Nowadays, you can check them on their social media. They probably post it up somewhere uh, in front of a, uh, you know, a fancy car, you know, with a suit that match their socks and a tie match and they pulling up the pants leg to show you that they socks match their tie. They're children. They're children. You know, they, they're, they're show, they're show offs. They're flamboyant, you know? And, and the, the, the luxury that they chase after, they don't even know what that stuff, they don't even know what that stuff means. Did you know that Hermes is a, is a pagan uh, idol that was worshipped centuries ago? A false god that was worshipped? It's in the Bible. These luxury brand names and stuff, these people don't know what they're buying into. That's why God said, stop eating things that have been sacrificed unto idols. That means investigate, find out what such things that have been sacrificed unto idols and you don't partake of it anymore. Does he want us to have nice things? Yep. But he does not want us to covet and lust after such things. Because once you start Enough is never enough. There's never a such thing as enough. Not everyone that said, he said, wherefore, wherefore by their fruits, you shall know them. By their fruits. Look at the people in their, in their churches. Look at the people there. Why do the people look busted and disgusted like welfare children? But the pastor looked like uh, he just stepped off a of, uh, Forbes magazine. She looked like she just stepped off a of Vanity Fair. But the people, the sheep that you done raped and sheared look like welfare kids, like stepkids. They ain't got nothing. You promise them the same thing every week. And they ain't got it yet. And then when they don't get it, you blame it on them. And, and say, you know, oh, you of little faith. Oh, you of little faith. After you done gave all your money to them. Listening to, they, to their garbage. Listening to their foolishness. Then you want to tell them, oh, you know, you, 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 you just not using your faith. Oh, you must be doing something wrong. Yeah, I'm doing something wrong. I'm bringing all my money to you every week, listening to your lies. While you play Santa Claus and promise me a, you know. Promise me a, 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 a blessing if I'm nice. If I'm nice all year, <laughs> you know, you step in the church, who's been naughty and who's been nice? <laughs> Jesus, it's sad. It's, it's really a joke. It's, it's really sad. This is what's happening.
And I hate to be so blunt and so, you know, but we need to see clearly. We're living in a day where we need to see clearly. We, we're tired of rose-colored glasses. I'm tired of rose-colored glasses. Don't give me no more rose-colored glasses. Don't, don't give me no more, you know, vanilla latte. Just give me the straight black coffee. That's what's going to wake me up. We're, we're, we're not in that time anymore where you can just leave things for people to read between the lines. It will take them forever to read between the lines because some of us ain't got enough common sense to read between no lines. You just have to tell them blank, straight, straight up like it is. Call an ace a ace and a spade a spade. That is a pimp. That is a hustler. That is a doggone player. Do you want to get played? No. Well, get your butt up out of that church. Point blank, period. Go home. Go home. Go home. Because the same God that you thought was, was going to meet you, the same God that they put on the flyer and said, Jesus is going to be over here. That's the same God that told you to go home. He said, don't listen to them. They'll tell you that Jesus is over here, that I'm over here and I'm over there. Don't listen to them. Don't follow them. Go home. And furthermore, he sent COVID-19. He allowed COVID-19. Said, just shut down everything. I want y'all at home. Just go home. And when I get ready to reopen the church, it's going to be the real church, not the fake one. Not the fake one. Because when I get through whooping they behind, they're going to know. You step up in that pool pit with some mess if you want to. You step back up in there with some mess if you want to. See, 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 no, nobody know how to get you like God. No, no, nobody know how to get you like God know how to get you. He know how to get you. <laughs> he know how to get you. I've been got. Okay. I'm not telling you nothing I don't know. He know how to get you. We'll snatch the rug smooth from up under you. You won't even know it's gone. You won't even know it's gone. And he does it because of love. He does it because of love. Now, what does the scripture say? Yeah, you know, people say, you know, you always, you preaching against church and you preaching against preachers and stuff like that. No, I'm preaching against the devil in church. I'm preaching against the devil in, 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 uh, in people, in pastors, in leaders that are fake leaders. I'm preaching against false prophets. And if the, and if the shoe fits, then just wear the shoe. I'm just a messenger. I don't sell shoes. Now, what does the scripture say? Matthew 7, back to Matthew 7, verse 20. It says, wherefore, by their fruits, you shall know them. Verse 21, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my father, which is in heaven. He that doeth the will of my father, which is in heaven. 
those are they that will enter into heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Do you think just because you put an in Jesus name on it, then that, that that makes it right? How foolish. But that one thing I'm discovering is just how foolish we really are. God is, God is laying everything open and bare to show us just how foolish and just the reality of the stupid stuff that we actually do as human beings. Forget about your title. You know, forget about, you know, your, your time in church. Just think about the stupid stuff that we do as people. The stupid stuff that we do. I have people on here even, you know, um, listening to me by podcast. Come up in the comments because you looking for a woman. You hear the word. And the type of message that's being released. If you have any inkling. Of common sense within you. You know. That it's the Holy Ghost and it's nothing to be played with. It's nothing to be played with. I can never brag on myself. Because I know nothing of myself. All I know is Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I preach from a crucified life. A life of sacrifice. And this is how I know of a surety. That when I open my mouth, the spirit of God speaks through me. I am not a false prophet. My words never fall to the ground. And I'll tell you one more. I am not a witch. <laughs> you have witches out here. Fortune tellers. You know, you have, uh, what do you call them? Um, psychics out here. Calling themselves prophets. I'm not one of those. And you know by the spirit of God that I'm not. But you are foolish enough to come up in here playing around. You want to follow me because you, you want to add me to your list of, of, uh, of uh, 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 whatever they are. Hoochie mamas. Anybody can start a doggone podcast. Talking about God knows what. And I look over there. My name is in the midst of a list of you. Of your. You know. Your ring of hoochie mamas. The devil is a lie. Take me off your doggone page. Don't follow me no more. And if I catch you up in my comments again. I'm going to block your butt. In fact I will block you now. Uh, you know, you're going to find out. People got to find out. People got to find out that the sons of God are nothing to be played with. That the true prophets are nothing to be played with.
See, the devil will try you. He will try you. He will try you. But but fool around over here if you want to. Because after that block, something else is coming. And I'm not the one who sent it. My father is. I'm not the one who sent it. My father is. See, we have to learn how to take the things of God seriously. We have to we have to learn how to treat spiritual things and spiritual people. We do some stupid stuff as people, as human beings. Stupid. Stupid stuff. Call me bitter if you want to. I know I'm not bitter. God knows I'm not bitter. I was healed a long time ago, but I am a trumpet. And I'm not scared to blow the horn. I'm not scared to blow the horn. I spent too many years being scared to blow the horn. And I'm not afraid anymore. One truth that that man of God, that that man told me. He said, if she ever wake up and realize who she is, the devil better watch out. Yeah, you got the right one. You got the right one. Jesus didn't play with demons and neither will I. And neither should you. I'm trying to wake up a people. I'm trying to wake up my people. I'm trying to kill and destroy this religious spirit off of us. This nonsense. That's just following us around. Why do you think our nation are, is crumbling? We don't have strong leaders. We don't have strong male role models. And I'm not a feminist either. Don't, categor don't try to stereotype me. I speak the truth and the truth only. I'm not on the feminist side. I'm not on the LGBTQT, whatever they name is side. I'm not on the Democrat side. I'm not on the Republican side. Don't try to stereotype me. Don't try to put me in a box or a category. I'm on the Lord's side. I'm on the side of this word. That's whose side I'm on. And whatever the word says. That is my truth. That is my truth. So the Lord says here, Matthew 7. Sorry, I had to get that out because, you know, I'm not blind. I'm not blind. People need to know, stop this foolishness. Stop this foolishness. This is not the time for foolishness. This is not the time for foolishness. Jesus said, I, 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 depart from me. I never knew you, you worker of iniquity. This is not the time for foolishness. You need to be somewhere trying to make sure you got oil in your lamp. And you sitting up here playing with people's lives. Asking for people's, you know, money and, 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 and trying to put, trying to uh, uh, sleep with people that's not your wife. Crushing these women, got them sitting at home trying to be the best wife they can be, a virtuous wife, a virtuous woman to you.
and you running over her. This, you know, you're running over her. You're running over her. Let's go to Luke 12 and verse 20. Oh, you mad? You ain't? You mad? Who you mad at? Mm -hmm. Say all of that. Say all of that. Say all of that. The joke is on you, not me. The joke is on you. The joke is on you. We're going to go to this last scripture and then we're going to get off of here. The joke is on you. You're the one living the lie. You're the one living the lie. So the joke is on you. You're the one that don't realize that we don't have time for games. We're trying to build the kingdom of heaven. We're trying to build the kingdom. And you ain't got no oil in your lamp. All you have is deception. And then you think you're going to come over here and take our oil at the, you know, at the last minute. Cause you, cause you chose to, the joke is on you. Luke chapter 12, going to read this and we're going to get out of here. We're going to start at verse one. It says in the meantime, when there were gathered together an innumerable multitude of people, insomuch that they trolled upon, they trolled one upon another. That's how much people it was. Jesus had a multi-mega ministry, and he and he didn't trick nobody, didn't deceive nobody to get it. He began to say unto his disciples, first of all. Beware ye of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. See, we're, li we're living in hypocrisy. Verse two, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed. Neither hid that shall not be known. What are you hiding? What do you actually think, sit down, King? What do you actually think you're hiding? Let you know, let's let's really what is it that you that you think you're hiding? What are you hiding that you think God don't know about? Just tell me that. Just let's let's just talk about that. You think God can't see you? You think he can't see you? There is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, neither hid that shall not be known. Therefore, whatsoever you have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light. And that which you have spoken in the ear in closets shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. What are you hiding? Nothing. Nothing.
let's skip down to verse um mm -hmm. mm. Mm. let's skip down to verse um 19. Uh, verse 19. Let me see. Mm -hmm. We're going to go down to verse 19. Uh, verse 18, excuse me. It says, and he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. Oh, sorry. Uh, verse Verse 15. Sorry. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Verse 15, it says, and he said unto them, take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of things which he possesseth. See, this is the truth of the matter. This is what you're after. You're after the abundance of things. You're after material things, right? Because you're serving the God of materialism. You're serving the God of Mammon. You're serving the God of Baal. The you know, and these these uh, these uh, focus on materialism, wealth, and you know, and 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 influence. But it says he said unto them, "Take heed and beware of covetousness." This is where it starts with covetousness. You covet and then you begin to lust. You covet and then you begin to become envious. <coughs> Excuse me. You become envious. You become jealous. Then you want to steal, take what someone else has. You'll do anything to get it. You'll do anything to get it. He said, take heed and beware of covetousness for a man's life consists, consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? When you leave here, you can't take that stuff with you. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within, him, within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow all my fruits and my goods. Or to bestow my fruits. Verse 18. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns, tear down my barns and build greater or bigger barns. Right. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, thou has much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease. Rest easy. Take it easy. Eat, drink and be merry. But God said unto him, thou fool. This night, this night, thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? 
So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. You see this? You don't know when your soul is going to be required of you. You don't have time for this. You don't have time to play these games. You don't have time to play Russian roulette with your life, with your soul, and with the souls of others. You don't have time for this. You don't have time for this. You don't have time for this. You're playing Russian roulette with your own soul. You're playing Russian roulette with your own soul. And you're prophesying lies and vanity. You're prophesying lies and vanity. We're going to go to one more scripture here. Um, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. First mm -hmm. John 4 and 1, it says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. I'm looking for a different, uh, a different uh, one here. Just a moment. Mm. Mark 13 and 22, it says false for false Christ, false Christ. See, y'all thought I was lying when I said they sold us another Jesus. Mark 13. This is this is what we're uh, what I was talking about earlier. Mark 13. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about the time that we're living in right now. Jesus is talking about th that time. This is the time that he's talking about. And he said, you don't have time for this foolishness because we're living in these days that he's talking about in Mark chapter 13. Jesus, it says, um, and if uh, verse 20, um, mm. let's look at verse 19. It says, for in those days shall be affliction, such as was not from the beginning of the creation, which God created unto this time, uh, neither shall be. And except that the Lord had shortened those days, no flesh should be saved. But for the elect's sake, whom he had chosen, hath he shortened the days. 21. And then if any man shall say to you, lo, or look, here is Christ, or lo, he is there, believe him not. For false Christs and false prophets shall arise and shall show signs and wonders to seduce, to seduce, if it were possible, even the elect. 
even the elect. In the book of Amos, he says the same thing. That there will be a famine, not for a famine in the land, not for meat or drink, but for the hearing of the word of God. They're not preaching the word of God. They're preaching a false uh, they're, they're preaching a false Jesus to you, a false Christ to you. They're, they're preaching you a prosperity uh, message for money in exchange for money. They're selling you another Jesus. They are not selling you. They are not uh, preaching unto you the word of the Lord. They're not preaching to you the, the word of the Lord. My last scripture here, 2 Timothy chapter uh, chapter 3. 2 uh, Timothy chapter 3. Watch this. Verse 1. It says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Covetous this is the fruit. Covetous. This is the fruit. Covetous. First thing he said. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Right? They take better care of they self than they do of the, the church and, the, and the, the people. You know, true, pure religion has escaped them. Pure religion, you know, talking about helping people, the widows and, you know, and the, and the, and the poor, you, 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 you know, you're, that's not, that's not your concern. Your concern is the Gucci and the Range Rover, you know, and, you know, ro rolling around looking like a pimp, picking up women. You just stepped out the pulpit. You know, this is what we're talking about. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Covetous, boasters, boasters. They boast on, their, on social media. They boast on Facebook. They boast on Instagram. Some of them don't boast anywhere on social media because they didn't got so smart. They just stay off of, you know, and they, they do their stuff in the dark. And they open other churches, you know, and, and, and they rebrand under, under different names and stuff. They don't want to be known. They stay in the shadows. Okay. So covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. Well, if they're disobedient to God, then, you know, of course, you know, they're, they're, they, they probably wasn't very obedient to their parents. If your mama try to tell you to stop what you're doing right now, you're not going to listen to her. She too old. She don't know what she's talking about. Unthankful. Always want more. It's never enough. You're not thankful. Unholy. Unholy. Not pure. Purity has escaped you. See, we need that purity back. That's why we're here tonight. Without natural affection, you don't care naturally about the state of, of God's sheep. You don't care about people naturally. 
You use and abuse people and take advantage of them for your own selfish motives because you love yourself more. Without natural affection, you're not thinking about the fact that your children, your son, your daughter, you know, is watching you and they're going to grow up and, and be like you if you're not careful. You don't, you know, you're not naturally, you don't naturally care about those things. Truce breakers, truce breakers, covenant breakers. Covenant means nothing to you. Your wedding vows mean nothing to you. False accusers. Everybody is guilty but you. Incontinent. Fierce. Despisers of those that are good. Somebody comes preaching the truth. You don't want that. You know, you don't want that. Traitors. High mind. Uh, heady. Full of themselves. High minded. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. This is where we are. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. These are the fruit now. You ask for the fruit. I'm showing you the fruit. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Watch them. Watch how they can't stay off their phone. Even when they're so-called bringing a message to you, like on they, um, on, uh, you know, they do a YouTube, they're filming a YouTube video or they're filming something. They cannot put that phone down. That phone is right here. And the whole time they're like, share the broadcast, share the broadcast, share the broadcast, share the broadcast, you know, and they're just, con they eyes stay on the phone. They're not looking at you, looking at us, looking at the camera. No, they own that phone. They're on the phone. I'm like you and 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 they will have they will be so bold that they will be call themselves preaching a word to you but they can't stay off their phone. They're so focused on how many people are watching. Who's watching from where? Oh, I got people from I got people from uh from Canada. I got people from London. Oh, hey, I got people from Switzerland. Hey, Switzerland. I got people from you know they're so focused on that. They do that the whole time. It's okay to address people in the beginning and say, hey, welcome. Thank you for joining us. You know, so on. But every five minutes, they're checking who's watching, who's listening. And they probably checking other stuff too, answering messages from, you know, their little side piece. What time we going to meet tonight? I told you this was about the truth. So I'm, I'm, tell, I'm speaking the truth. You know, what time we going to hook up tonight? After I finish preaching this word, I'll, be, I, you know, meet me at, uh, meet me at 1130. This is what we're talking about. I ain't never seen no, no mess like that in my life. You preaching the word and I'm talking about women too. Oh my gosh. I'm talking about women too, who have the nerve to get on here. One certain woman from, from Houston calls herself a prophetess. And she the whole time you got a handful of cell phones, you checking one and the other, one and the other, and you call yourself giving me a word. What word from where? You're not reading no scripture. You're not even giving me no scripture. You're giving me head knowledge and stuff that you think you know.
not see how foolish we are. We don't understand that. Hey, there are people out there watching me who know the word. I can see you devil. I can see you. What kind of, but you're so used to babes and, you know, and, 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 you know, ministry for dummies. Can we keep this real, y'all? Can we keep this real? Because I don't know about you, but my God is a God of truth. And this is the truth. Who are you preaching to? You can't put your phone down. You can't show the people, you can't show the people enough respect to put your phone to the side and deliver the word of the Lord to them. Where is your integrity? But the Bible says, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. You're always blagging, bragging and blabbing about what you got and what you got, you know, and yeah, you know, you know, I, you know, look at my car, look at my fur coat, look at my, you know, look at what God has done for me. No, look at what the people did that you, uh, that you scammed out of their money on Facebook. think about trying to give some of, some of their money back. Are, are you going to do that? That's what the people did. God didn't give you that. Well, let me, let me put it this way. Your God gave you that. But the Lord God Almighty, our Father who art in heaven, did not give you that. <laughs> Your false gods gave you that. Your idols gave you that. You manifested that. You read the book, The Secret. You and New Age Religion. That Those are the gods that gave you that. It says, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, a form of godliness, a form of godliness. See, don't believe just because somebody get on, you know, get on YouTube or hop on a podcast or hop on somewhere and start talking about God. Don't, don't, don't confuse it and think that they are godly, that they are truly, you know, of God. They're not. They have a form of godliness with a little g. We're not talking about the capital G, capital O, capital D. Put some respect on his name, please. We're talking about the little G-O-D, the God of this world, who has blinded the minds of them that believe not. Having a form of godliness, a form, but denying the power thereof. Where is the power? Where is the love of God that generates power? Where is it? Who are you helping? Who are you helping? Who's getting truly delivered, truly free by way of the truth? 
not the ones you lie to who come back for deliverance next week and the following week and every conference after that, you know, that you set up because you know, you know, it's a trap to keep them coming back. You cast the devil out and put the devil back in there for them to come back next week so they can get delivered again. Pay me another hundred dollars. I'll do it again. We're talking about the truth. Having a form of godliness, denying the power thereof from such turn away. Watch this for of this sort. See, don't stop there. <laughs> see, they love to use this scripture and they stop right there at verse five. Having, you know, y'all got a form of godliness, denying the power thereof from the Bible say from such turn away. Okay. Turn away from who? You, because verse six, for of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women. I can say that I was a silly woman before. Silly women laden with lust, laden with sins, excuse me, laden with sins, led away with divers lust. So they pull on the lust that is working in you because I told you the devil came in back there. He planted a seed of lust in you back there. Now that seed is growing with you. As you grow, the seed is growing. It's maturing. And the next thing you know, you have this big gaping hole within you called lust that is never full never can never be filled can never be filled can never be filled it says for of this sort are they this kind these kind these kind are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins led away with diverse lusts only your lust, only your lust can lead you away. It can, it leads you into temptation. It leads you. Verse seven, ever learning, ever learning. You go to conference after conference after conference. You're ever learning Sunday in, Sunday out. You're ever learning Bible study. You're ever learning, ever learning, ever learning, and never able, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Jesus. Never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. What's wrong with us? Why are we ever learning? We're always learning, but we're never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Verse eight. Now, as Janus and Jambers withstood Moses, you withstood the man of truth, the real man of God. You withstand them. You know, we don't know what we're talking about. We're bitter. We're hating on people. We are, you know, we're, we're killing the church. 
we preaching against the church and preaching against other pastors. No, 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 no. We are unmasking the truth. We are unmasking religion. We're, we're taking the cloak off of the lies. Somebody got to do it. Somebody got to do it. See, everybody don't want to be a ghostbuster. <laughs> but somebody had to do it, right? Verse 8. It says, now as Janus and Jambers withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. They resisted men of corrupt minds, reprobate concerning the faith, reprobate concerning the faith. Wait a minute, Lord. What do reprobate mean? What does reprobate mean? Don't that sound familiar like Romans chapter one reprobate? That God will give you over to a reprobate mind? For practicing uh, uncleanness and not uh, not uh, not liking to uh, to keep God in your mind in your conscience, you kicked him out of your conscience. You kicked the truth out of your conscience. What does reprobate mean? It says an unprincipled person. And then it also says a sinner who is not of the elect and is predestined to damnation. Reprobate. Mm. Listen to this. It says reprobation in Christian theology is a doctrine of the Bible found in many passages of scriptures, such as Romans chapter 1, 20 through 28, that I just mentioned, Proverbs chapter 1, 23 to 33, John chapter 12, 37 to 41, and Hebrews chapter 6, 4 through 8, etc., which teaches that a person can reject the gospel to a point where God in turn rejects them. And curses their conscience to sin. When your conscience is cursed to sin, that means that you are destined to damnation. You cannot turn around. Once your conscience is cursed, you cannot turn around. I remember I told you earlier, there are some things that we can never come back from. It, it will never be the same again. It will never be the same again. I feel the heart of God going out to somebody here. It will never be the same again. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. It says. Oh, Jesus. Men of corrupt minds. They resist the truth. They resist the gospel. You keep re resisting God to the point where he gives you over to a reprobate mind. He corrupts your, your mind is become corrupt. He didn't do it. You did it. 
You now are, are reprobate concerning the faith. You can't go back. You can't go back. It says, but they shall proceed no further for their folly shall be manifest unto all men as theirs also was. Talking about Janice and Jambres. You see? Their folly shall be manifest unto all men. What does that mean? Exposure. Exposure. In the beginning of this uh, this 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 uh, message, I was telling you that you know sometimes you know I don't really know. Um, I don't like to name drop, you know, and I don't really know if I should be or not because I just don't. I haven't, you know, I, I, the Spirit of God hasn't led me to do that yet. But I don't blame people who do, and the reason why is because the Bible says. The Bible says to have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. And when you look at the word reprove, it means to rebuke and it also means to expose. So it's saying have no fellowship with him like this. This scripture uh, is this scripture has said um, having those that have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away from them, have no fellowship with them. That's what it's saying. And then it says, you know, um, it says here, they shall proceed no further for their folly shall be manifest unto all men. So someone has to reveal their folly unto all men. That means that God will expose them. And that's what we've been seeing these past, especially within these past uh, five years. And especially, my gosh, I haven't seen, I, I, I've never seen so many people uh, being exposed than I have this year um, in uh, the 2020 uh, pandemic. So that tells you that was a multi-purpose thing for, for, for God. Multi-purpose. He's dealing with the oppressors. He's dealing with the false prophets, the false teachers. He's snatching his sheep away from false shepherds, like he said to in the book of Ezekiel. I mean, he we have seen him do all of that, all of that. Judgment has begun at the house of God. He's cleaning up his house. You thought he was playing? It says they shall proceed no further for their, their folly shall be made manifest unto all men as Janice and Jambers also was. It says, but thou hast fully known my doctrine. This is Apostle Paul talking to Timothy. Thou hast fully known my doctrine, my manner of life. See, so why is everything a secret and so private with them? You know. Private phone calls and private this and private that. What what's 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 with all the private and the secrets? Apostle Paul said, "Thou hast fully known my doctrine, my manner of life, my lifestyle, my purpose, my faith, my long suffering, my charity, love, my patience, 
my persecutions, my afflictions. See, what y'all call persecution, you think you're being persecuted because somebody is exposing you or taking your, taking your cloak off. That ain't persecution. We're persecuted for righteousness sake. That what you're talking, what you're uh, facing, what you, what you call persecution, that is called the judgment of God. That is called the hand of God exposing you. That's what that's called. That's not called persecution. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Persecutions, my afflictions, many of the afflictions of the what? Righteous. But the Lord shall deliver us out of them all. So you can't say you're being persecuted and afflicted. You might as well just put those cards back in the deck. Don't, don't, mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh -uh. You're not being persecuted. You're not being afflicted. You're being uncloaked. You're being uncovered. You're being exposed for the purpose of simple repentance. Why don't you just repent? Why not, why not just repent? Why not just tell the truth? Just tell the truth. We have more respect for a person who, who has like just, I mean... You name it, they did it. But when they come forth and tell the truth and expose them their own selves and say, here it is. This is what it is. Let God so deal with me as he wish. And, and, and repent, humbly repent. God, I know I was wrong, like David. Psalm 51, kind of repentance. I mean, all of us that have been stripped, that our, our veil has been rent, all of us that have learned the way of meekness and humility, we have all gone this way. There's nothing to be ashamed of anymore. People already know what you've done. You're already exposed. You were never hid really in the first place because God saw you. The scripture just told you everything that, that there's nothing that shall not be made manifest. Nothing done in the dark that shall not be brought to light. You shall proceed no further. So why don't you just repent? Turn around. This is a dead end street. You can proceed no further. Verse 12. It says, uh, verse 11 says, my persecutions, my afflictions. Apostle Paul said, you've, know, you've fully known all of these things about me. I kept nothing from you. I hid nothing from you. My persecutions, my afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra. What persecutions I endured, but out of them all, the Lord delivered me. The Lord delivered me. The Lord delivered me. Can't you see that when God is not delivering you, you are in the wrong and you are not only in the wrong, you're in the wrong by yourself. 
You're in the fire without the fourth man. He's not coming in there to deliver you unless you repent. Those scriptures that don't apply to you unless you repent. Verse 12, it says, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Those that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And it is an honor to be persecuted for his sake, for his namesake. Ask Peter. Ask the apostles. They were persecuted for his namesake. 13, but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Oh God, see, you thought you were deceiving others. You thought you was getting away with something, but you're only deceiving yourself. You are being deceived. The joke's on you. The devil got your card. He, he holding your card. The devil, the devil pulled your card a long time ago. The joke is on you. Deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which you have learned, Timothy, and has been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Jesus, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, correction, for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. We're going to stop here tonight. We're going to stop here tonight. Hey, sis, God bless you. <laughs> we're going to stop here tonight. Um, this is uh, what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about the truth. Um the truth, uncovering the truth about these, you know, these, these predators, these, these uh, predatorial spirits. We are uncovering the truth. So you see, there is nothing hidden that shall not be made known. Nothing hidden that shall not be brought to light. Amen. So, so there's no need to, you know, there's no need to fake it. Just you know, just tell the truth. Just tell the truth. We'll respect you more if you just tell the truth. So you don't want to end up like the like the, the, the young man who um who you know this man is about to spend the rest of his life. His life is finished. His life is finished. My God, he's going to spend the rest of his life either behind bars or he's going on death row. May God have mercy. Because he refused to tell the truth. 
he, he let that deception take him so far. That self-deception take him so far as to the point of killing his own wife. And this was a pastor in the church. We have to tell the truth, y'all. We got to tell the truth now. We don't have time for this. We don't have time for this. You see, another reason why I'm here is to help to reach out to somebody. To reach out to somebody that's down there in that mess. You got to come up out of there. You ain't got time for this. You don't know if your soul will be required of you tonight. You don't have time for this. Just tell the truth and repent already. Enough of this foolishness. Just tell the truth. And stop this nonsense. Don't you know that whatever you sow, you're going to reap that? Don't you know that the same thing you're doing to someone else's daughter, someone else's child is going to come back upon you? You have to repent. You have to repent. You're messing with souls. These souls are precious to the Lord. You have to repent. Your mind is, is, is becoming... You're headed to a reprobate mind. You have to repent. My prayer is that you will repent. I come to you not as an enemy. I come to you as a sister in the Lord, as a sister in Christ. I beseech you. I beseech you, please repent. Please repent. Stop trampling over precious lives. Stop pr prating around like a like a fool, making a fool out of yourself. You're letting the devil make a fool out of you. You're letting the devil make a fool out of you. And the only one who can't see it is you. You think you have people deceived. You may even have, you know, a certain number of people deceived. But the only one that's really being made a fool of is you. Because those same people that you think you have deceived now, eventually they're going to see the truth. God is going to expose it. And when he exposes it, then guess what? You just got caught with your pants down. You just got caught with your pants down. 
you only deceived yourself. Why not just tell the truth now? Repent now. While you have people around you who love you and are praying for you. We're not here to bash. We're here to pray for you. But we will expose. Because obviously somebody has to do it. Because you just going to keep going on and on and on. Until you self-destruct. Somebody has to get your attention. And I'm sorry, but sometimes, I mean, listen, tough love, tough love is the only thing that works with knuckleheads. That's the only thing that works with a knucklehead is tough love. So I'm sorry if people say, you know, oh, you being too harsh, you saying this, you saying that, you tearing people. No, I'm not tearing nobody down. This is a side of love, a side of God's love that we're not used to. The side that just tells it like a T.I. is. Repent. Repent. Before it's too late. I pray for my brothers and my sisters that your eyes will be open to the truth. That you will come out of these. Religious. Pedophile rings. These 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 church uh, 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 trafficking rings. These religious trafficking rings. Sex trafficking. Pedophilia. Come out of there. Go home and don't step foot in another church until the Holy Spirit leads you to one. Don't step foot in another church until the Holy Ghost tells you this is the one. You will save yourself a lot of misery. You will save yourself a lot of heartbreak. You will save yourself a lot of money. You will save your children. If you sit down, take inventory, listen to the Holy Spirit, get to know God for yourself. Get to know Jesus for yourself. Get to know him for yourself. Because the truth of the matter is, you need not any man teach you anything when you have the Holy Spirit in this right here. When you have the word of God, when you have the Holy Spirit, that's all you need. And no, I am not against the church. I love the church. But there's a time and a season for everything. We can see that now. This is the season to stay at home and learn how to listen to God. Learn how to obey your own father. That way, when you go back to church and back to the fellowship, you have something to add. 
you're not there looking for a spiritual daddy. You can go back in there as a whole human being who is restored, healed, with your self-esteem intact. Because you know who your heavenly father is. You have a relationship with him now. You understand him. You and him have a good understanding. That's what he wants from us. And when you go back in there, you'll go back like Jesus returned, full of the spirit and wisdom. Like Jesus returned from the wilderness, full of the spirit and wisdom. Ready to feed, ready to help somebody, to feed somebody else. Ready to help somebody else. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God Almighty. You know, some people, they are afraid to uh, go to church now because of all the exposure that they see out here. These people are afraid to go to church. They, you know, there are people who are coming out of new age religion. They are having encounters with Jesus Christ. They're having Damascus Road encounters. People coming out of witchcraft and cults and the occult. And they're having Damascus Road encounters. But the problem is, what, what church do they go to? Because we around here messing them all up. God said, okay, you know, you've got all this stuff going on. You know, all these little witness teams and stuff going on. But when you when but but what are you bringing these people into? You see, that's why he had to shut the doors of the church for a minute. Because what are we bringing them into? Church for dummies. What are we bringing them into? Religious tradition that make his word of no effect. What are we bringing them into? Elementary school daycare centers. Some of these people got more, got more money and common sense than we ever had. What are we bringing them into? What church they going to go to? Tell me that. Y'all predators that think y'all going to take advantage of, they smarter than that. These people are smarter than that. What you going to do when Hollywood come try to come in, into your church and you sitting up there trying to sell a blessing for some, uh, <laughs> trying to sell a blessing for the thousand dollar line, getting the thousand dollar line. God gonna bless you with a, you know, you are you stand up there trying to play Santa Claus in the pulpit. You think they can't see that? See that game? They can peep game. They can peep game. Game recognize game. I can tell you that because I I played the game and I played it well. I played the game. I came up in the game. 
pimps, players, hustlers, and gangsters. I told you before. So, 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 so game recognize game. So what are these people coming into? What do we really have to offer them? No, you think this ain't God speaking. Okay. Who shut the doors of the church? Oh, if we're not careful, <laughs> people that don't get too excited because you just, you know, you just, you just went back in there because the last time we went back in there, God shut the doors again. He shut the doors again. And then he prophesied that there will be a third wave. Don't get too comfortable. Don't get too comfortable. Many of us went right back into the church with our same mindset, our same mentality, same game. Many of these predators, these fake prophets out here still playing these same stupid games. Playing with a life. But like God said, the joke is on you. You play, you think you're playing a joke, with, uh, you know, on somebody else. But the joke is on you. The real joke is on you. We learned that tonight. We don't have time for this, y'all. We don't have time for this. We ain't got time for this. Enough is enough. Get it together, he said. Man of God, woman of God, babes in Christ, open your eyes. Be aware. Beware of false prophets. Beware of false prophets. Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing. But inwardly, they are ravening wolves. You shall know them by their fruits. You shall know them by your, their fruits. You shall know them by their fruits. Amen. Glory to God. So my prayer tonight is that every blinded eye will be open. Every deaf ear will come unstopped. Every heart will be open to perceive and understand and embrace the truth. Embrace the truth. Not to fear the truth, but to embrace the truth. Not to run from the truth, but to embrace the truth. No matter how ugly it is, and even when it applies to us, we must become lovers of the truth. Lovers of the truth. Lovers of the truth. We must become lovers of the truth. This is my prayer, is that we become lovers of the truth. Not lovers of money, not lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, but lovers of the truth. Lovers of the truth. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 10. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 10. It says, And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. 
Let's become lovers of the truth. Read that a second Thessalonians chapter two tonight. Read that tonight. Read that tonight. Mm. It's the mystery of iniquity, the man of sin. Read that tonight. Strong delusion. God sent them strong delusion that they should believe a lie because they were that they they did not love the truth. They received not the love of the truth. Their working is after Satan. Lying signs and wonders. Same thing that's operating in the world. You know. These, these spirits in the world, uh, what they call on next on Netflix, uh, mind bending. Mind bending. That's what they're doing to people. Mind bending. Mind control. I bind every mind bending spirit in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of manipulation, mind control in the name of Jesus. We bind you tonight in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every lying demon, every spirit of divination, every spirit of falsehood and lies, deception, witchcraft, sorcery, lust, perversion, uncleanness, unclean spirits. We bind you tonight in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We cast you into the abyss. We bind, we bind and banish you from this earth in Jesus' mighty name. We banish you from, our, from the souls of these men and women of God in Jesus' mighty name. We banish you. We banish you from the souls of men in Jesus' mighty name. The Lord rebuke you tonight. And the blood of Jesus Christ is against you. And we command and call forth and loose the spirit of truth tonight. The spirit of truth. The spirit of truth. Let every man, every woman become lovers of the truth. Every man, every woman, every child become lovers of the truth. Let us receive the love of the truth that we might be saved. We bind the spirit of strong delusion and confusion in Jesus' name. We cast you out in Jesus' name that we will no longer believe a lie. That we will not be those that are damned because we believe not the truth. Because we had pleasure in unrighteousness. But be, we are bound, the scripture says, to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning, from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. Let us get back to the belief of the truth, the sanctification of the spirit. By which we were chosen from the beginning unto salvation. That we may obtain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Let us stand fast in the liberty where Christ has made us free and not be entangled again in the yoke of bondage. In Jesus mighty name. In Jesus mighty name. Let the oppressed go free. Let the prison doors be open to them that are bound. Let us become one with the truth. And let the truth make us free. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Glory to God Almighty. God bless you all. I love you. Um, thank you for being here tonight. I pray that these uh, that this word, that something uh, I said here tonight will become sealed, that, that, that the Holy Spirit will seal it to your heart, seal it to your mind, seal it unto you. Let it stick and become bone of your bone and flesh of your flesh in Jesus' name, the simple truth. Amen. I love you. I will be here tomorrow night, 7 p.m. as we pray. Uh, it's going to be 15 minutes of fire. Drive by prayer. Amen. God bless you and I'll see you then. Take care.